Welcome to Live the Fuel. Welcome to Live Welcome the Fuel. To Live the Fuel. Focusing on health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So today, I'm bringing on you another new co-host. I love bringing in new blood, guys. So today, we're connecting with a guy, thanks to that crazy like world of networking that we've discussed so much about. And uh, this is from that young lady named Courtney. I've name-dropped her before, but it's from this whole... I don't know, some kind of small side business happening out there called Zippy Content. And these people keep emailing me and they keep name dropping people and I research them and I'm like, man, I'm digging that guy. I'm digging that girl. Let's bring him on the show. So this gentleman today for you guys and you ladies is a self-made millionaire, entrepreneur, direct sales expert, and business owner with over 15 years of direct sales experience and business building He's changed the lives of many with his ability to level up. Okay, we talk about taglines and, and little buzzwords, guys. That's his, that's his little slogan here, level up. We're going to level up your life regardless of the industry. That's how he rolls. So he's professionally affiliated with Bradley. We're going to talk more about that. Grant Cardone, I've brought him up multiple times on this show. Henry Kaminsky, uh, Akbar Sheik, uh, Arne uh, Gisk, you name it. This guy's got a lot of connections, man. I'm actually excited to talk more about this. So he currently trains and educates sales teams within his business on a regular basis via calls, webinars, Zoom. We're using Zoom today, live events. It's all about one thing. It's this, direct sales. This is something that I'm involved with as well, guys. So we'll talk more about this because we talk about health, business, and lifestyle, guys. And today we're digging into the business. So without further ado, we'll dig more into his background. Nathan Walker, welcome to the show. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Dude, I'm loving the backdrop. I didn't get a chance to mention that. So again, to our listeners, they, they know that for the past like 60, 70 episodes, I started adding in video content for the YouTube world. And uh, you got some nice stonework back there, man. Yeah, dude, I mean, this is, so depending on what time it is, it's I, I came home to be with the kids. Uh, so I'm actually in my kitchen here in this big, it's yeah. big old nice kitchen area here. It's a good spot. Actually, I, I got some cameras set up so we could use the lighting. And I'm liking that. Yeah. So you were just mentioned our listeners that um, this, this guy just got done with some big photo shoot today too, right? Yeah. So we, um, I've got some new things coming up and, uh, you know, we try to keep, uh, just kind of keep up with the changes and all that. So we had some, uh, we had him out today taking pictures of the house and we just bought a new house here a little bit ago. So we're trying to update the background of things. Uh, we moved back in August. And so a lot of the family stuff was shot in a different home. I do a lot of lives and a lot of things. So we're just trying to keep it all consistent. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm a big fan of live video guys. I mean, I, I, be, I tell people all the time, whether it's from your personal feed or your business feed, you got to go live. Okay. Whether you sure. like it or not, Facebook is helping us. They're, they're boosting it in the news feed. Go live once in a while. This goes for the Instagram followers too's out there. We were actually just joking around about this. So um, I love the transparency, man. You keep it real, and I do too on this show. And and you were just kind of hinting about, I was joking around about the struggle is real about moving into the social media space, right? Sure. So for yeah, our, lis our listeners, like you've built a lot of businesses, man. Like in your bio here at the young age of 33, right? You built yeah. a few multi-million dollar companies based around one thing, selling. Okay, selling in the home, et cetera. So all before social media, right? Totally, yeah. And, and, and it's been actually kind of a funny transition. A lot of people look at me as like a young guy, but you know, I've, I've actually, I'm kind of an old when it comes to technology. I'm kind of learning. Luckily, I have a, a good group of, uh, you know, I, I surround myself with some good young guys that are pretty savvy. But, uh, but the reality is I've been getting a lot of heat lately because my Instagram is pretty weak and it's just barely getting going at like 1500 followers or 
2,000 followers on Instagram, you know. Funny thing is, is my Facebook page, uh, I started doing live videos a couple months ago or about a year ago, and I maxed out my friends pretty quickly just yep. kind of working. Yeah, Facebook limits you at 5,000 friends. Yeah, so like I'm like thinking that, well, that's it, I guess. And these guys are like, no, there's LinkedIn and Instagram and Snapchat and all this stuff. And <laughs> Yeah, so, so I'm catching up. So the cool thing is this. I've been on Instagram for a little while and I don't overly push it, but I I publish regularly. I have over 3500 posts on Instagram. Wow. But I have like 1500 followers. I don't like pay to gain subscribers or followers and all that crap. Sure. Uh, I tell people all the time, a quick little lesson in social media. These people who have 10 to 20,000 followers, do you think all 10 to 20,000 followers are fully engaged? Probably not. 100,000 followers? No. It's funny you say that. I see guys do lives all the time. And actually, some of these guys are friends of mine that have 30, 40,000 followers on Instagram or, or, or on a Facebook like page. They'll have 50,000 followers and they'll go live and like nine people are watching. Well you said. Know, you, go on, you go on my page and I'm not, this probably isn't a big deal to many people, but there's a couple of videos that we got 20, 30,000 views. And I don't have, I, I got like 250 people that follow my fan page because it's brand new. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, it's as weird. A, as I don't, I'm not, I'm as, not going to go and pay for people to want it. So as a sales professional, you understand the, the classic statement of quality versus quantity, right? Well, sure. And I yeah. can re I'm a huge health and fitness buff guy too. So it's like, I tell you the same thing when it comes to your fitness too. Like people think, oh man, it's all about the reps. Gotta keep putting the reps. I'm like, yes, for the endurance over the long haul. But in the short term, you're learning how to lift weights. You're learning how to, uh, you know, put in the skill set to build the comfort and the strength necessary to keep moving up in your weight training, et cetera. Cause I'm a, I'm a, I'm a CFL one CrossFit coach in my free time. So I take this stuff seriously. And I'm like, guys, like you, you always put form first, ergo translated quality, right? Form right. technique, quality. This translates from the fitness space to your lifestyle every single day to sales, marketing, and business. It's funny you mentioned that. I recently uh, hired a trainer. We got a nice gym in the basement here, uh, and, and and so I hired a trainer to come because I've done uh, I've done jujitsu and some boxing, Muay Thai over the years, but I've never actually like worked out regularly. And so I'm the kind of person, and this is this is how I am in business too. That if I want to do something or try something, go into a new space, I'll hire a trainer. You know, hire a professional. But what was interesting is that I've been in gyms and I've watched people. And the way I've been learning to lift and things like that are actually very different than what I see often at the gyms. And it's mm -hmm. because, like you said, it's all about doing it the right way, not just doing it a bunch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and unfortunately, when you go to a public gym, you got the, uh, I call them the sideline coaches, right? The sideline trainers. Like everybody knows the next best thing. And I'm like, listen, I don't care how long you've been training. I'm not saying certifications make the man or the woman. Because, uh, sure. I mean, this, this relates to education, right? Like, a real, real hustle is what it happens, right? Like, so I, I respect guys who have learned a ton, a lot about fitness, just like in business, like yourself and myself, like I worked my way up in the corporate world without a degree and then went right. back for a college degree later. Um, sure. so I proved that you can make more money than your friends coming out of college without a degree. But then I, I, I for some reason fell down that rabbit hole thinking that, Oh, I'm going to have this degree. It'll prove, I don't know, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, you know, you, you get done. You know, I'm still paying off that last chunk of debt from that. And it's like, oh, wow. Um, everything that I'm doing now as an entrepreneur, nothing was taught. Nothing to do. No. You know, it's very funny, man. I can, I can do it. I've had a lot of conversations about this. But, uh, you know, we do a lot of recruiting. I got about 100 people that work within our organizations, uh, employees and contractors, things like that. 
Um, when I get a resume, when I get someone looking to come and apply for a job with us, and I see that they're a, a recent college graduate, I know this probably doesn't sound good. I typically, I'm not super excited about it, man, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. I like, in my world, and again, if you guys hear this, I, I accept any applications and I have a lot of people to do, but lately, I like the Craigslist guy that, you know, just had a baby and is looking to, you know, has something to prove. He's got to hustle. Uh, yeah, because typically they don't have any bad habits. And it's kind of like what you're saying there. You know, it's uh, there's something to be said about learning it and going through it rather than just going to college to kind of figure it out. But again, that's a whole other topic. We don't need to. <laughs> no, but it, it's valid, right? I mean, it's, sure. it's something that uh, I've joked around on multiple episodes now. I mean, I've got. 130 shows up. I just launched this show a, a year ago. Uh, wow. um, back to leveling up, right? You got to put in the hustle. So, yeah. and this is, this is just a free project of mine. Like I don't, I haven't monetized it other than my own self monetization. Cause I have my own businesses that I can promote. But in, in the end, it's like, I'm not monetizing this. I'm just putting in the hustle cause I'm building something. You got to put in the work. You got to put in the hustle. I'm not saying that we don't put in the work and put in the hustle when you go to the university. That's, there's definitely a workload there. Okay. Totally. Um, if anything, it translates to the proof that you can commit to a program, you can commit to education, and you can put in the work. Sure. But it does not promote free thinking or uh, the transferable labor skill sets, so to speak, of applying it in the real world. All it does is say, great, it proves you can commit to a program and you learn some stuff. But now when you get out of college, it's time to put in the real work because totally. you're starting from the ground and working your way up anyway. So yeah. Uh, that's why I get a kick out of these people who go out with these MBAs and they think they know everything. And it's like, dude, you are not positioned to run a company. I'm excited about these colleges and universities. I'm hearing about these new entrepreneurial programs and degrees. I don't know who's designing them. I would sooner go follow the education from like grant than I would in some of these. I mean, Hey, I'm a business degree major, man. I have a BS in marketing and psychology, but, sure. and now granted, Really, the funny thing is this. You might get a kick out of this. I don't really remember anything that I learned in my marketing classes. But wow. I, re I remember and I apply all the time the psychology. The science that I learned from the psychology it, I, it applies all the time. It's very interesting. So I don't yeah, know if you found the same thing or not. Well, it's funny you say that. I have, uh, I've got a, one, of my, uh, one of my, he's in my inner circle of our main primary holding company. He does a lot of our recruiting and our training, and he's got a master's in business, and he's a very highly educated guy. I don't know, and we've talked about this. I don't know that he's ever actually used something from a class, but there's something that you do get from that that he applies, and we don't even know it. And so it's kind of like, I don't know, he, there's value in it for sure. Oh, but, yeah. You know, I, think that, I think that, you know, a lot of the – you look at a lot of the real – actually, one of the things we were talking about, a lot of the real successful CEOs, you look at like Robert Hirschbeck and – uh, a lot of these guys, they started off as salesmen. Warren Buffett was a salesman first. You know, yeah, a lot of people uh, don't know that about Warren. Yeah, they don't. The CEO of Starbucks, he started off as a salesman. You know, yeah. and 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 so though they may have had some college college experience, there's nothing like that direct one on one transfer of emotion, convincing one person to do business with you or agree with something that you have. I mean, you just can't compete. You can't really compare that to anything you could get in any kind of classroom, and that would include a live event or a, a seminar, you know? So it's not just, we're not picking on college. It's just, there's just something about the grind that really, you know, really shapes the person. Yeah. I mean, I had a, I was telling you earlier that I had, I was traveling about a couple hours North of here, right. Actually right between New York and Pennsylvania, I brought up my biggest client. She, she hired an inside 
I guess we'll call her inside sales, but you know, she's kind of doing a little bit of everything, right? Girls, you know, in college, uh, sure. but she's a criminal justice major, which doesn't really apply to business at all. But how many people actually end up doing what they went to college for? And sure. uh, she's interested in legal and stuff like that. But like, listen, we need somebody, she needs somebody that can go and just do basic trade show events and stuff like that. So she's just trying to wrap this girl's head around the sales and marketing process, being in front of customers. And, and this niche is uh, the HVAC industry, right? HVAC, refrigeration, all that. So uh, it's a lot of B2B relationships. So I took her and I, I do business development for them. So I took them to meet with some major people today and I had her basically shadowing me. And then I, and then I went and visited some of these wholesale locations that the contractor shop at and put her out there first so I could sit back and watch her. And yeah. the biggest thing that I, I took out of today from her and I had to re refresh in her mind was uh, there's that term of fake it till you make it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's, I'd like to hear your feedback on this when I'm done explaining this point, but it's true and not. So sure. you gotta be very careful with that statement. So I told her like, listen, the whole fake it till you make it. Yes. Exude the confidence, believe in yourself, but do not be afraid to say, I don't know the exact answer to that, but I will follow up and get that clarified for you type of thing. Sure. So uh, I told her, like, you don't know everything that I know, and that's fine. I'm here to coach and develop you, right? I'm training you hands-on. But I was like, the biggest thing you have to come in here with is I need to know that you have the behavioral skill sets, the confidence the, to be able to exude it, you know, speak clearly, et cetera. The knowledge of, of the industry, the knowledge of the products that you're trying to eventually sell and market, that will come. Don't worry about that. Right now, sure. this is the human-to-human -human relationship. So I'm interested to see where you would come in on this because a lot of people yeah. don't understand that this is this is every everybody's life. You don't need to be a sales professional. Like this is no. like dating 101. <laughs> so man, it's crazy. You've actually said a few things that uh, maybe we'll talk about on another call. But a lot of what you just talked about is sort of what we what we spoke on a little bit ago about this. We're launching actually a product that really has a lot to do with the with that. Yeah, industry. this new online training program, right? You're doing. Yeah, so we're going to be doing yeah. some online. We're, we're launching a platform. And it's really going to be specifically to the home improvement industry and HVAC specifically, actually. Nice. Part of it is. But let me but let me just address that. I actually am a firm believer in fake it till you make it. But let me explain. But let me explain the con. The, the, what I mean by that, though, I'm a firm believer in fake it till you make it. But I'm a big uh, non-believer. In fact, I'll throw someone out of my office if they act like they know something they don't know. So Ooh. let me explain what I mean. Fake it to make it to me. When we talk about that in my office is the bullshit that you have at home and the stuff that you got going on in your life you have to you have to put that behind you and you got to fake it to your customers you got to put on a happy face and you got to put that all behind you so often guys will have personal stuff going on and they'll go in and they'll drag that into the office or drag that into a sales call and so we, we, we refer to that as dude you got to fake it till you make it man you got to put that stuff the same thing happens to sales guys who are having a bad day Dude, you got to go home and be, you got to put it on for your kids because you can't come home bitching about the call that you missed. They don't want to hear that, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's the context that we use it. Now, uh, in, in what you're saying though is exactly right. We, the, the entire thing that I preach and, and honestly, the reason that I've been able to build some successful companies is because sales is a transfer of emotion and people will not, they just will not buy something from someone that they don't like or they don't trust. No questions about it. And so I, and I can give you uh, several examples of that. One of which is uh, we, when we bought this house, we had a pool guy come over and we're, we're willing to spend a hundred grand on a pool. I mean, my wife had all these things. This guy comes and like, he spent zero time, no effort trying to connect with us or trying to 
to make any so zero relationship building no zero. And guess what no guess probing what? no and he built my friend a pool right around the corner my buddy just had him and it would make perfect sense for us to do business and there's just no way i could do business oh wait was this a word of mouth lead for him it was a it, no listen my buddy brought him to my house after he just signed the contract that's, it could not have been a that's the warmest lead. that's the warmest sales process ever and it is and it's a common mistake that a lot but of don't get overconfident with that he was wait it was uh, there's a and grant cardone talks about this a lot actually but there's some trouble in the warm lead because people let their guard down completely right. and think they, they get don't lazy need to follow that first step and so honestly what we talk a lot about in my company all of our culture is built around following a process to the sale and actually following a process in everything that we do based around five key steps and that's what this platform will be based on but uh, but that first step is what we call a five minute friend or, or a warm up period. And you cannot, zero chance, never ever gonna happen. Will you ever sell me something if I don't like you? I don't have to love you and I don't wanna, I don't have to wanna have dinner with you, yeah. but I at least have to trust you and believe that you're, that, that we're on some kind of a page. So. Dude, I, I, I can't believe, here's the best part. I go to the next level, right? I love selling and, uh, and sharing people's praise, right? So we have this old house, it's my fiance's great grandmother's house as she bought off of the old family's estate. They were liquidating old properties and stuff. And you know, this was in the family, like the, her, her family's construct, very successful construction company was founded in the garage behind my house. Wow. So I have more square footage in my garage than I have in my house. So it's wow. total man zone potential. Um, and I, I've been building a CrossFit gym in there <laughs> Awesome. and, uh, and there's actually a mountain biking shop in there and that I've rented half the facility out for antique car storage guys. So it's been, wow. yeah, I, I've been busy. Um, yeah. but the, the point here is that I invited a guy over because it's got like old, like the original, like it's original sheet metal style siding. Like back in the day they did metal siding, not vinyl siding or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I've, I was like, I'm going to put all new. I mean, we have the original antique rope pulley windows and stuff. So we're going to be cool. updating windows and all this stuff. We're going to be flipping it into a rental property, so we're not going to go crazy. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to Google painting services. And I'm like, what would it cost to reshoot the whole house? And then I can compare that to vinyl upgrades or whatever. So since you're talking about the whole home improvement thing, I figured you'd understand this. So the first guy comes up is Amato Painting. And I recognize the name because I have old friends of mine that had the last name Amato. And there's a lot of them around here in the, in the Lehigh Valley where I'm at, north of Philadelphia here. So it's like, I just went ahead and said, you know what? I'm going to call them because they're doing great work with their website. Looks like some great tes testimonials on here. Good. And so the guy comes out, actual Ryan Amato, the owner of the business, and his assistant, um, even though they have another team. And one thing that impressed me was they hit some traffic. And they were running about 10 minutes behind for an 8 a.m. appointment. And I told them, I was like, I have to be on the road by 8.30 to get to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania for a big business meeting. So I was like, you guys got a 30-minute window. They call ahead. His assistant from the office calls ahead. They're not even late yet saying, FYI, he's like got a five-minute delay. His GPS says he'll be there in about five minutes, but we're going to be five minutes late. I'm like, awesome. So right there, I'm already excited. And yeah. they get here. They, they probably spent about five, 10 minutes just chatting with me. And I'm like, dude, are you guys going to like have time to do the quote? He's like, don't worry about it. I just wanted to understand who you are, what you want to do, relationship building. He's like, I know you got a business meeting. I just want to understand what you were looking to accomplish and like what kind of timeline. We'll go ahead. We'll walk. If you're comfortable, we'll walk around your property and you can leave. I was like, okay, when? So literally later that day, I come back from Harrisburg. I've already got the digital quote already back. They had it back to me the same day. 
I went on Facebook and did a Facebook Live promoting him and tagged yeah. him in it. I haven't even hired him yet. He's, sure. he's since shared that to his Facebook business feed and now follows all my channels, YouTube, everything else. There's the power of social media for you. <laughs> but to your point, build a relationship, dude. This is human-to-human interaction, the power of direct selling, right? It's people talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're right. And actually you, what you just des- described is actually right out of our playbook. And, and it's, it's not like we're the only ones. There's lots of good contractors that are doing it. There's also a lot of bad ones too. There's two key, there, there's really five things that go into it, but the first is building some sort of relationship. And the second step in this process that we use is fact finding and asking questions. You know, the sales process in an, in a face-to-face scenario with you on your property should be a conversation, not a presentation. Mm-hmm. So when people come to my house and just start spitting their their pitch, dude, you got to get to know me a little bit and find out what's important to me. What do I want? How do how do I buy things? What have I done in the past? Like that's all really important information that a salesperson needs to understand. You know how do we move this deal to the to the to the you know to the finish line and yeah. actually close it? You know, and if you skip that step, if you if here's what's important too. If you were to come to my house and make a friend with me and then just say, well, look, I think I could do the job. It's probably going to cost about 10 grand. I don't know that I even have a problem. I don't even know that I, that, that you could fix what I have. You know what I mean? Like, you, you yeah, can't at this point, you're just window step. shopping, right? You're just sh- yeah, you're shopping totally. for quotes. Totally. So really the, 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 the game is, you know, communicating with the person and understanding what's going on. And it's something that, you know, we've done very well at. And when I go out and I, just live in the world and I encounter other people. I'm like, dude, people suck at this. Like yeah, other do. contractors are pretty bad at it. You know, it's... I had a guy, I'll just give you one other small example. Uh, same thing you said, a very re- reputable business. I know I see their trucks all over the place. Call them. Hey, we want to have you guys come out and look at this as another house. The guy shows up to our house and, and you know, we had a, like a nine 30 appointment. I, I'm looking at my watch. It's nine 30. I'm like, Oh, his truck's out there. I look and he's just walking around my yard. I'm like, like you didn't even try to come talk to me. And so again, it's like, there's I think this, that's a fear factor too. From him. Yeah. Well, maybe he, maybe he doesn't like over. the He doesn't like the face to face process. I don't know. Well, if he doesn't, and then he, they need to hire a salesman then because yep. sales is what drives revenue. And, and ultimately they didn't get my business because of that, because we never could get on a page. Well, it's, I feel I call, I consider that an invasion of privacy. Like, I don't care if I set up an appointment or not. Like you, you have to knock on my door. <laughs> Yeah. Greet me. I shouldn't greet you. You should be greeting me. Yeah. You know what I mean? You shouldn't have to like peek out the window, but like, uh, hello, who can I help you? <laughs> yeah. But listen, I bet you how many people that are listening to this, obviously you can't engage with me now, but people are listening to this. You're going to think of a time that some contractor or a roofer mm-hmm. showed up at your house and just took it upon himself to just start looking at your property. And dude, it's weird. Yeah. You know, like, like you, I don't even know if I want to do business. With just you because yet. I've set an appointment does not mean I'm even ready to do business. I could still turn you away. And that's a very valid point you're bringing up here. And this is, this is great for the listeners, guys. This isn't just for business owner listeners. Like this is life, dude. Like you can just, this has come down to you're out networking or connecting with people and maybe to get a job. Like this could work just for the regular W2 employee out there. Who's just out of college. And it's like, dude, you can't go into the job with your pedigree thinking that you're going to win the gig. Okay. Because it's already shifting. This is happening. I mean, the um, the accounting and financial world, uh, I think it was Ernst & Young. I think they had a, it was a few months back, they released an article saying they're officially no longer just looking at your educational pedigree, all right? Sure. It, they're realizing that 
pedigree doesn't mean squat. They need people, uh, even though an accountant is technically not the sales professional, you kind of are, okay? This is, you're interacting one-on-one with a customer. They need people who can communicate, you know, not just be the back office clerk. 100%, man. It's a a void that needs to be filled. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, some of these industries, there's such high margins that they can afford to miss customers. But the real challenge, though, and this is where I think is happening, especially just kind of bringing it back to like the in-home sales world is that that's why you see a lot of owner operators out still running leads. They've never scaled their business. They've never really built a sales team and a real big structure. It's a lot of like, you know, Dan, the, the guy that started it still out running leads, not because he wants to, but because he never actually figured out a way to build a process to teach other people yeah. so that they can go out and do it. And so he's still operating on these old things and it's okay. And it's easy for him if he only gets one deal a week because he makes all the margins, but a salesman comes in and makes one deal a week and they go away. So it's a, it's a, it's a problem, I believe. Well, I know, I know you're launching the training program in, and I just want to work this in as we're still going through the show here, but you're launching a program, I think what, January 1st, January 1st. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, and I know for, for our listeners, guys, I mean, his, his brand, you can find him at the nathanwalker.com. Now, are you going to be then generating some new type of like content on here? Like, cause here's the thing, let, let's be real. It's online sales, right? So a lot of times I, t- I teach people this, I'm like, you got to give away sometimes your best stuff so people know the value you're bringing before they sure. commit to an educational program. So yeah, some people <laughs> call this a sales funnel or sales leads probably, but whatever. Like, are you going to be giving, are you going to be putting out, let's say your top 10 tips PDF or something like that, yeah. that they'll be able to download off the website. What's happening there? percent. So actually what's crazy we're, we're doing, I, we've been doing a podcast. So we do a, a Facebook live that we generate to a podcast on iTunes Stitcher. You can find it. It's called Level Up with Nathan Walker. Oh, this is perfect. Um, Actually, while you're saying this, I'm going to share my screen. Sure. Because I saw so I saw you with a microphone on here, and I was like, oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah. So that's actually me on Bradley's. That, that was when I was on Bradley's podcast. But in my office there, we do uh, we do it Monday. There's Grant. Uh, Monday. Yeah, it's me and Grant. And, uh, but we do it on Mondays and Fridays. And actually, just about everything that will be in this training platform um, is stuff that we talk about each week. So absolutely. In fact, you know, one of the things to just to kind of, to, to kind of share with the listeners, if you hear this, um, you know, I have a pretty busy life. I've got two daughters. I've got a wife. I have three companies. Uh, one of the, I also have a real estate company. We flip houses. I have seven houses right now, as we speak, that are being flipped. Nice. I'm super busy. That's, that's something so- on my goals list is getting into the whole real estate yeah, world. It's great. And I can, I can share some stuff with that too. But what, what my point though, is that there's a lot of coaches and a lot of people out there that are trying to share advice that haven't actually lived it. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of the backwards of it. I'm actually, if I'm honest, I'm pretty comfortable. Like I've got a pretty good life. I don't have a lot of worries. I'm doing this really because I'm being asked to, it's something that I believe is a, is a need. Um, obviously there's money in it. So I'm not a, I'm not going to say I'm a martyr. I'm, I'm looking to make a profit on it. But when you ask if there's going to be free content, I know that one of the reasons I gravitated towards Grant in the beginning, and I've been a customer of Grant's for for uh, for five years now. I have a hundred users on on Cardone U. So I'm a big <laughs> fan of training. I've, I'm one of his. You know, I've got a, I'm a pretty big account for him. Um, but but I'm a big believer that I need to give you a ton, and that goes back to those steps of the sale too. Like, how do I know? How can I expect you to buy anything from me if you don't know me? So you need to be able to get to know me. You'll appreciate this. So while, since uh, I had the the uh, girl that I was training ride in the car with me up to these meetings. So we had a good hour and a half, hour and a half drive up in the morning and then between bouncing between meetings, then an, an hour drive back. So between meetings, because it was shorter drive times, 
I just did one-on-one conversations, you know, filling her out. On the drive up and the drive back, she was getting a taste of... Nice, seller be sold. Yep. So, well, seller be sold, and if you're not first, you're last. So oh, yeah. I had both I of those. I can only see the one, but yeah, yep. man. So, and that's just two of his volume of libraries. So, oh yeah, I'm a follower sure. of his. I have other books on here, but those, <laughs> those are just two that I wanted to make sure that she got done. Oh, here we go. The Closer Survival Guide, uh, Be Obsessed or Be Average. Yeah, I got his whole library on here. Uh, Audible, totally, baby. Man. Favorite app. There's, there's your great. tip, listeners. Yeah, Audible's, a, that's, that's, a, that's a lifesaver for us. But, and, and, you know, it's funny going back to the couch thing. Like, one of the reasons why I love Audible is because I can barely read. Like, I, I know <laughs> Yeah, you had hinted uh, something about not finishing or almost finishing, not finishing high school or something like that. So I, like, kind of co- coasted through high school. I got by on personality. You know, like, I, my teachers liked me, and I was very, uh, I was social and charming. And Proof like that. you were meant for sales. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, but, but I, my, my parents really wanted me to go to college because they didn't, and they really struggled. I grew up in a home. I grew up in an 800 square foot house with, you know, parents who fought about money pretty regularly because it wasn't there, and so uh, they wanted me to go to college, and I, I, I started college. Um, this is all in, and actually, I'm writing a book too, so this will be in the book. But but I started college and I dropped out after a semester because while I was in college, I got a sales job and I was making 800 bucks a day on a good day going out and selling. I'm like, dude, what am I doing? I was getting lectured by a professor that had never owned a business before. Hmm. And it just was like, I, I, I quit. My parents were super devastated, but now I find myself years later, the fact that I barely could read that my, I can't spell, like my daughter just asked me to help her with some math homework. Dude, I couldn't, I don't even know long division, but the reality is, I surround myself with people that do. I don't need to know that stuff. That's the what secret. I need to know how to do, create business, motivate, inspire, and things like that. And I can get by as long Dude, as Dude, you I'm can smart. hire a tutor if you wanted to. Oh, I mean, I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but, come yeah. spend some time in my office and see, man. I got all the right people in the right places. <laughs> that's and Actually, that was something that I was explaining to this girl today. So another favorite book that I recommend that's on my downloadable stuff off the website is, um, you ever hear of uh, Mark McGrath's book, Strengths Finder 2.0? No, but I... I'd like to hear it. Dude, you got to check that book out. So you have to buy the physical book because they give you an online code. It's one of those online psychological analysis websites, but it's oh, like, sure. it's it's probably some of the most robust algorithms and questions I've actually come across. They mix Myers-Briggs with like three or four other platforms all into one. It's proven. Anyway. No, no, no. It's a code. So you have to oh. buy the code because each gotcha. each book owner gets their own online profile. So you, when you log on and register your profile on their database, their website, this is content that you will always have access to. But long story short, the book outlines every possible strength that you could ever have, right? But let's be real. There's only so many strengths and weaknesses we can have and focus on. So the whole point of their, this book is to teach people that why are you wasting time trying to develop a, a weakness when you can outsource the weakness, all right? So let's find out what strengths you actually have. This is great for personal development, but I've also used this book for my clients. So for the Christmas, I'm actually buying this book for every single one of my clients, for their employees, because I want them to go on. And the next time we have a coaching call, actually most of my coaching clients, I I require this. If they don't have the money, I just buy them the damn book. I don't care. It's like, dude, it's a no brainer book because I want you to go through this practice. Because in the book, once once you're done doing the analysis, it spits back your top five strengths. And it's like, all right, when you go back, crack that book. Those are the only chapters that you care about. Ignore all the other content in the book. Just live in those strengths. And then awesome. in the chapters, they outline how those strengths apply in life, business, all of that. 
So then you take that to your team. And now it's like, wait a minute, what are the true strengths of each person on my team? Granted, you may have already figured out most of this, but what if you're missing out on other strengths that they don't even realize that they naturally ha- have as attributes? It's pretty powerful stuff. I, you so should check it out. What's crazy about that, there's two wild things. What, when I said disc, I wasn't talking about a physical disc. Oh. I was talking about a disc assessment. Oh, oh yeah, the disc is, assessment. Yeah, disc, yeah, disc so, profile. Yeah. yeah. So we do stuff like that and we use it. But yeah. what's crazy, I'm going to send you a link. I just did a keynote at a, at a meeting with a bunch of direct salesmen where I, I, my topic was strength-based recruiting. And so the entire hour-long topic that I talked on, that's crazy, man. But the, the entire talk was, was called strength-based recruiting. And what that meant was in our world, there's some people that, <clears throat> excuse me, there's some people that should put on presentations and there's some people that should go in and close deals. It's, it's two different skill sets. And so, so many people are trying to take somebody that's a four in presenting and try to turn them into a 10. Yeah. I'm just, it's not possible, yeah. you know? But you're, you're either a communicator or you're not. Totally. And I, I'm, I'm a big believer in that. I'm going to read that book for sure. Well, I'll tell you right now. So- the, la- the last thing I have, I haven't opened this in a while. I have, I have flagged sections of the book. One of my strengths is communication because I do public speaking. I've been recently adding public speaking because I can step in front of anybody and talk about anything because I'm a sales professional. So it's like, okay, why not get into public speaking? So that, I, I spoke at three different events this year. <laughs> so, um, but in there is actually, well, to be fair, the chapter is under communication. And then right after that, my next strength, which was naturally the next chapter, is competition. Crazy. So it's like, okay, if you're a communicator and you like competition, you might want to get into sales. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I mean, That's so, cool, man. I, let, let's strip this down to the basics. Um, uh, the other one, I one of my other ones is uh, I'm a relater. So I, I'm good at relating things. Actually, so that I'm literally, one of my client's clients is bringing me on for a half an hour webinar tomorrow at 7.30 in the morning to train their entire sales team on a product line. And that the the buyer for the company wants me to start training more with them because he loves the fact that I can relate things to real life for them. It's not just um, I call it word vomit. You're not just you're, you're not just dumping features. Like you know how to relate it and apply it in the real world. So um, it was it was great positive feedback for me. So I'm not trying to self promote. I was like I was thankful that he was recognizing that because I've done all the self development. I've done all the professional development. My goal is to start showing people that I, that, 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 that is what I bring to the table. And I want yeah. them to take advantage of that. That's awesome, man. Yeah. You, I think you'll like this book. So, yeah. um, but yeah, you can't buy it. Use I, I, to our listeners, guys, you can't buy it online, like downloads an audible. I, I promote audible all the time. I have a huge yeah. audible library, but this is the thing where you got to have the unique code because then you can, you could log back on and go back and read That's all the answers and read all your content later if you ever needed to. So That's a very cool. That's a cool idea. I like that. Love the library. <laughs> my digital library is bigger than my physical library. And yeah, sure. uh, my physical library keeps growing because I keep having authors find out about the podcast. And then I interview them ahead of time if to see if they're going to fit the show. And then like, oh, I'm like, listen, before I can even bring you on, send me the book because I, I need to, I want to be able to promote you properly, right? We're sales and marketing sure. professionals. Like this show is a platform to promote people like you and other people. It's like, I want to make sure I do you guys justice because I want people to leave this show saying, man. Like Scott did me right, man. Like he promoted me like, and please after this show, give me feedback. That's my master plan. I'm, I'm one of those people. Like I'm sure, I'm sure you're the same way where it's like, give us feedback. That's how we improve. That's how we grow. 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah. How, how many people on your team are still kind of closed lip on that? Or have you helped them break out of their shells and say, listen, tell me when you're ready for more feedback? <laughs> well, so what's kind of crazy though, is that I've learned that you have to kind of force it and trick them into doing it, to be honest with you. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm not going to, they're, they'll probably all listen to this, so it's okay. But what we do is we, number one, we have a daily call every single morning at 8.30 in the morning, every single day with every member of the team. Nice. And it, it's, a, it's just a, it's part of our culture because I can't wait until Friday to try to correct something that happened on Monday, you know. It's a good point because then you're just letting they, it accumulate. Well, assuming that, number or get one, forgotten. assuming that they've remembered to tell me or, or their manager. Um, but number two, the story gets changed. And so that's one thing. The other thing is that, uh, and, and this is another part of the training that, that we're, that we're going to be doing on an online platform, but we implemented um, w what we call a TO system. I don't know if you've ever, it, it's kind of irritating in a car world, but if you ever go to buy a car, whoever knows how the salesman checks in with the manager throughout <sighs> the time, it's yeah. super irritating. It's super, super irritating. Yeah. I know your However, game, bro. <laughs> what's that? I, I, I sit there, I watch the guy. I'm like, go do your thing. I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's extremely irritating. However, I'll tell you this. We've we, I sat there and watched that one day when I was buying a car and I'm like, dude, this is driving me nuts. Like, why is this guy doing this? I just want to get out of here. And then I thought to myself, I said, well, what if my guys are in homes? I'm in an office, their managers in the office. My guys are out on the road in people's houses. I need to be able to communicate some way. It can't be awkward to the customer. So there's a problem there. It's awkward to me when I'm, when I'm in that seat. Mm -hmm. So how can I implement it? So we've actually implemented a way that I communicate with the salesperson a few different times while they're in the home in a very non-awkward way. Remember, it's coming from someone who hated being a part of that to where, the, to where I can be a little involved, not me personally, but the managers can be a little involved with them to make sure that they're not so that I can, you know, what we do is we, we, we provide services for people's homes to lower utility bills as our prime company. Um, but, but what I wanna do is make sure that we're doing the right thing for the customer. And so kind of to go back to your, to kind of go back to what we started with, I believe that that communication is really, really important because mm -hmm they won't tell us what, what they need help with. And so we kind of keep that communication going before they get in the home, after they get in the home, every morning at 8.30. It might seem overkill, but once you get into a routine that you're a fitness guy, you know this, 21 days of anything becomes habit. So the first 21 days are tough, but after we do it, it becomes habit. And what happens is I, the, the biggest problem with salespeople, with good salespeople, is they burn out over time. They just get tired of it and they let little things turn into True. big things. So by being able to address these things continuously throughout the deal and daily with a team of a people that love them and are, are holding them accountable, they never turn into big deals. And you can start predicting problems before they happen. You can start to see patterns and things. So, man, I mean, honestly, the, the key is not to force it out of people, but you got to try to make it part of the culture so that they just do it and want to do it and, and they see the benefits of doing it. No, that's a, that's a valuable lesson. I mean, there's actually, depending on the industry or the profession, um, it applies in different ways, right? So uh, I don't know how much the, your, you guys dug into my background, but I had left the corporate world before becoming entrepreneurial and spent a couple of years out West um, serving with the federal government doing wildland firefighting. So yeah, I, I was like hiking in the mountains, doing all the crazy stuff. So yeah, that's awesome. yeah it, was, it was a life-changing, humbling experience, just transformative. And one of the biggest quotes that I still love to this day, which we live by day in and day out, was we had to constantly be assessing and reassessing our SA or situational awareness, right? Because our lives are on a line, your brother's lines that, you know, I mean, you're, it's your brother's next to you, your sister's next to you. Like, dude, like we're here for each other, not just ourselves. So everybody got to keep their SA up because you never know what's going to happen. You could have a tree fall on you. 
Uh, there could be a wall of fire coming at you, you know, whatever. So, but that translates into the business world to this day still, because it's like, okay, what are you doing day in and day out as your team, as your leadership, the leader, like you just said, like, how are we going to help people keep their essay up so they don't get uh, lethargic or lazy or, uh, even if they're, even if they are like that type a freaking go getter, they don't seem like they're lazy, but they yeah. do start getting lazy on certain attributes that start impacting their success in business and sales. And in the end, their paycheck. And then that sure. frustrates the hell out of them too. Cause they can't figure out what the hell is going wrong. I've all been doing everything I've always done. Maybe that's part of your problem. You got a little lazy and you didn't realize it. Dude, it's crazy. I was, I was looking into you, obviously I've, if I'm going to follow my uh, my my five minute friend, I got to know my my person. But I noticed that one of the things that you you mentioned was cycling, right? Are you in? Uh, yeah, you got the bike art behind me there. Yeah, I've 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 done hundred mile bike events, and yeah, I'm, I'm I love so good, I can so, pedal all so day. Per, yeah, so a good example though, I know how to ride a bike, but I don't know how to ride a bike the way you do. You know what I'm saying? My my nine year old knows how to ride. My ten year old knows how to ride a bike. My seven year old knows how to ride a bike. True. Just because you know how to sell doesn't give you any right to be going into someone's home and applying old practices or trying to wing it or, you know, you see what I'm saying? And so it's very dangerous. If you tried to get into some, to a major competition and forgive me, cause I don't understand, I don't, I'm not in cycling, so I don't understand what they're called. But if I tried to go and roll with you in your world, I would get swallowed up. Now, could oh, yeah. I ride the bike? Sure. Yeah. But you can't, you can't just I go from a casual bike rider on like a, a converted rail path. That's like a nature, you know, an athletic, you know, a path now instead of a rail line, right? They do these repurposed rail beds now where they convert sure. old railroads into, you know, nature trails and stuff and they yeah. pave them. So great. You're out for that nice family ride. You're not going to show up next week. and be like, Hey Scott, I'm going to go on that century with you. A century is 100 miles. It's like, yeah. And the best, there's, there's going to be some repetition and some training that you're going to need to do. <laughs> it's such a cool analogy too, because I actually did that one time. My buddy, my buddy is into that and I put his shoes on and I clipped him into the bike and I fell over because I didn't know how to do it. Because <laughs> you've never and ridden people, clipped. And how many people, yes, exactly. So how many people used to sell cars and now they try to go and move into HVAC sales and well, I sold cars, I could do it. Dude, you're going to fall off the bike. Like you got to yeah. train, you got to know what you're doing. You got to follow yeah. a process. You need mentorship. You need um, a system, a protocol, a program. Yeah. Ergo, like why, why all these people like yourself and eventually me are launching online programs. Because admittedly, yeah. I have targets. I have stuff where I'm not going to launch a training program like you have, but I was out. Um, so are you familiar with the event thrive, make money matter? You know, I did just hear about that. Um, I, I'm, a f I'm familiar with it. But yeah. So I've gone the last two years. Grant's been there every year. Grant speaks at it. His wife spoke at it this year. So that yeah. was something new. Uh, so we were in Vegas this year, San Diego last year, and the first year was in Vegas. So literally we were there when the shooting happened in Vegas, everything. So our event had just ended and then Grant took all the high rollers to a private investors event on real estate at the shooter's hotel. Like, yep, in the <laughs> yeah, it was like, I'm literally, I didn't even have a flight home yet. And I decided to just book the flight there. Cause I didn't know how long I was going to have fun and network and connect. And I was like, well, it's Vegas, dude. Like I can get a flight back to Philly at any time. So I decided to book a red eye the last minute. So I'm literally in the Uber when the shooting's going down. It was wow. crazy. But anyway, point is, I, I figured with all your connections with Grant, and I will highly, especially you're, you're into real estate. So Cole Hatter is the founder of Thrive Make Money Matter. 
And I'm going to circle this back, but we should talk more about it. It's a powerful event. It teaches how the power of entrepreneurship should also be paired with for-purpose business because they tell you when you align yourself for purpose, whether it be, you know, if it's taking 1% of all your income to charity, whatever, like, and you build that into your business model. Now it's not just you making money, right? You're actually, because the more money you make, the more you give, the more you donate. It's, it's perfect alignment. And everybody who there who has done that in their companies have talked about just a worldwide shift in mindset and because like their team works differently everybody has a purpose in what they're doing because now the company is aligned with purpose it's powerful stuff um but there's a educational platform that they the sponsors that event are called thinkific i know you mentioned lightspeed so it's funny because there was people there maybe not a grants level yet but they were using the thinkific platform and then literally i think last week i was, I was no actually it was like three weeks ago because i just got back i was in africa for two weeks and um I just got back like two weeks ago from that before the holiday. Ever before that, I was recording an episode and somebody had brought up Lightspeed. So it's funny you're bringing this up because they said, listen, man, Lightspeed is the Cadillac. Or I should, he's actually, no. He said, I said Cadillac. He's like, no, it's like the Lamborghini, man. He's like, it's, yeah. you're going to invest. <laughs> so it's interesting, man. I'm, I'm flying out Sunday night to Vegas to go uh, spend, spend the week with Bradley and, and the Lightspeed team to do, to, to, to do some of this recording. But I mean, to give you an idea of the type of customers that he has, uh, obviously Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Tim Grover, um, John Taffer. Have you ever seen Bar Rescue? John oh, hell Taffer. yeah. Wait, Taffer's so, got a program? I'm going to be with Taffer Monday morning. Yeah, he'll be. He, Dude, that guy's gotta, hilarious. Yeah, so he'll be at Brad's office on Monday morning. Um, but but yeah, I mean, that's it's a, it's an expensive deal to do it. But here's the thing, man. It's kind of like kind of like we to circle this whole thing back. I'm not, I've never been in the training world. So why would I go find someone that is just starting off? I'm going to, if I'm going to do it, yeah. I'm going to go to the big dogs and, and do it the right way. You know? yeah, it's going to be I a bigger nut. I mean, I think the one dude was saying he dropped like 12 G's just to get involved with light speed. So, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, Lewis Howes, you familiar with him? Yeah, Lewis Howes. Yeah, he spoke uh, two, two years ago when you were in San Diego. I have his book here somewhere, but because he actually gave yeah. his book to everyone in the audience. <laughs> cool. Yeah, he'll uh, be at the GrowthCon this year too. Yeah, yeah. There's so many conferences. Like I, I'm still, I need to. Dev- I'm still working on a little bit more financial freedom because I want to. Like, well, we can always use more financial freedom. But the yeah. problem is now I'm hooked on all these freaking conferences, and it's like, dude, I still gotta, you know, run a business and make money. So, right. but that just means I gotta build a team better, as you're talking yeah. about, so you can free yourself up to focus on what you're good at, which is the networking and growing the audience and growing the platforms, like you're trying to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm loving this, man. This is awesome. I'm glad we connected. Yeah. This is crazy. Cause actually are you, so you're familiar with Ryan Stuman, right? Um, yeah, you know, I don't know him. I, I I've heard the name, but, but he, not, he's I the big, he's like you, he's like you and Grant, man. He's got his own huge, huge online, like, uh, sales following. He's been on the show. Uh, but oh, I think, cool. I think I connected him through him through the same thing, like zippy content or one of these people refer to him, but sure. he he's known as the hardcore closer. Oh, so yeah, I do know. I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I've communicated with him a little bit, um, but we've never met in person or anything like that. Oh, I mean, so you have you you at least have a communication with him because I can get you guys back, connected. But yeah, you should connect us though. I think we've yeah. gone back and forth on Facebook on some things, but like, but yeah, you, we should connect for sure. Yeah, here it's this guy. All right, let me touch screen, zoom in on that guy. Yeah. So he's in Texas. Yeah, I need to get. To, I need to meet him for sure. Yeah, because he's already doing this, man. He's got the online education and. Again, it's not like you're going to do what he's doing. Like yeah. you got you got your level up circle. He's got the hardcore closer circle. You know, Grant's got his thing. Lewis Howes has got his thing. 
Um, I hear Cole Hatter is considering maybe launching his own some type of online because he's sure. big in the real estate sector. So I'm sure he, he's got his own inner circle of real estate, you know, direct sale type stuff or flipping. I don't know what he's got going on. Sure. He's got a lot too. Uh, well, look, at the end of the day, though, I mean, the reality is, is that I've taken little bits and little nuggets from a lot of different people. Just yeah. because I have a just because I have a sales training platform doesn't mean I'm no longer a Cardone University subscriber. I mean, we're, we're, we're going to continue to be customers of his until he doesn't want us anymore. You know, so so there's there, that that's part of it. And honestly, uh, there's a lot of people out there that need Cardone U more than they'll need what I have, you know, and there's going to be people the same with 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 any of these other people you're talking about. So the reality is, is that that there is there should never be a limit to the amount of training that you do. If you're willing to spend money on an iPhone, you should spend money on training for yourself is the way I look at it. I love and, that. You know, as far as you in these conferences, um, I think that most people aren't willing to invest in themselves. They hear all this talk about Bitcoin and all these other stupid things. I mean, and they're not willing to spend money on on a ticket to a growth con or something like that. I've yep. never ever in my life and this might be because I'm intentional about trying to grasp things from it, but I've never gone to an event that I didn't get something from. My wife has been in network marketing for years. She's made six figures every year for I'm years. I'm in network, network marketing, marketing as well. Yeah, she's very big in the network marketing. And I go to her big events and there's 20, 30,000 people there, you know, that would, talking about something I know nothing about, but I'll learn something from it. And so that's- Who, Who's that's, she with? Uh, well, she's with a company called uh, Senegens, I guess, or LipSense. So it's like- yeah, a, I don't know. She was with Beachbody. Prior yeah, to that, Beachbody. Was- yeah, I have, I have friends that are in Beachbody because I'm in Isogenics. So it's like okay. I come so across. She was Beachbody for years, yeah. did really well with it, and she kind of capped out and, and it, it kind of plateaued. And so yep. she saw the writing on the wall and she's moved into another area. Yeah, that happens a lot in the network marketing profession. A lot of the companies do have a cap, and that's why I waited and waited and waited until I found my company because there's no cap. Like sure. when you have filled your business unit, they let you build another business unit and another business unit. So you, you, you do technically hit the top, but then they unlock more, if you want to call it companies, like you're really building, you keep building more teams. It's crazy. I've never seen, I've studied the industry and the profession. I'm like, wow, I've never seen that model before ever. So, yeah. And you know, to not say anything bad about any of those companies, you know, but she just got to a point, she was ranked number 80 of 400,000 coaches. So yep. she was in the top half percent and made 140 grand, you know, it was like to her, she's like, I could, for what I've done, I can go do this with a new company. And so she's with this, with another one now for the last few years. And, you know, she's already surpassed that income and it's a yep. newer company, but for, you know what it is, man, at the end of the day, for most it finally works for you. It's, and it's a kind of about the journey too. You know, I mean, part of it, what you, you get to, you get so caught up in the product and things like that. Some of it's just the fun of building something, you know? I, mean, I tell people all the time, like I am not the six figure plus network marketer because I built it or I, I got involved just because I loved the products when I was firefighting. It was keeping me healthy sure. and fit and me yeah. being a CrossFitter. Like I literally founded the ISA CrossFitter community on Facebook. I have over 4,000 people in there from all over the world. And it's just a support community that people who sure. are trying to figure out how to make that nutrition work with the CrossFit world. That's it. Yeah. And it has grown on its own. <laughs> so yeah, that's it, man. Uh, I never planned on it to get that big, <coughs> but it is what it is. So it's a support community. There's nothing, there's no money being generated out of that. I've literally had people ask to have quick webinars with me and they're not even on my business team. I don't care. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll throw you some tips and tricks, whatever. I don't care. So sure. I could monetize that, but I'm like, nah, like why? I don't care. There's bigger things that I could be doing. So right. 
Yeah. Um, but hey, if, if the network marketing thing works for her and she's an ass kicker, it's awesome. Because most people don't understand the profession. And to be fair, I tell people all the time, like, dude, it's just direct selling built in a different way. It's still in the end, if you strip it all the way down, is direct selling. Except I've never personally, I've personally never been uh, involved in it. But yeah. I know, I know, I know more millionaires that came from network marketing than I do that started their own business. And I know a lot of business owners, but most of them are millionaires. And I can tell you, I've probably got six or seven phone numbers in my phone that I could call right now that are multimillionaires from network marketing. Yeah. So who's going to hate that? You know, the no, reason why if anything, people hate it is because they don't understand it. I still know? go to the events every year. Um, yep. I pick and choose different ones now because like I said, I'm not like, I'm, I'm, I have a team, but I'm just not like, I'm not, I've never been all in on it because I have other things. Right. And yep. it's like, it's just one of my businesses, like you're saying. Um, and the difference is, is that if anything, I can actually thank that world because I tell people all the time, it's literally like a, uh, just double checking our time here. It's literally like a personal development company or professional development company with a compensation plan and some kick-ass nutrition. I mean, and the best part is you don't need to do the business. I have 80% of my team are just happy customers buying nutrition. That's one thing I love about the company too is they don't make anybody do that shit. So, and that's very rare too. A lot of companies don't do that. So, hey, in the you know, end though, that's where that it's that community that started getting my mind wrapped back around the power of personal development, professional development, going to events, the power of education, because I can actually thank that world that has re-inspired me to focus on my entrepreneurial efforts. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm envious of, of a lot of those groups too, because, you know, it's taken us several years, it's taken us 15 years to grow a company that that has a hundred people and that does, you know, 10, 15 million in business. Nice. And these companies will do, they'll have 400,000 people doing a billion dollars in sales over a couple of years. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. You know, one thing that's funny, um, Grant Cardone has a, a, one of his things he talks about is no versus no. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. So it's K N O W versus N O yep. meaning a lot of people, when they say no to network marketing, it's because there's something they don't K-N-O-W about it. And yeah. that actually applies to everything in business. It applies to sales. And that's all it, that's all it is. Man. Yeah, and if we, of- if we even drop the network marketing piece, you can translate that back to the regular sales process. I tell people all the time, a no does 100%. not mean no today. That just means no, not right now. Like you don't, because they don't know enough to buy. So it goes yeah. back to the no and no, right? Like they're saying no right now because you haven't educated them enough. Once totally. you've educated them enough, it, it might happen at a different place in the timeline. I tell people in health and fitness too. I'm like, guys, like we're all at a different place on the, on the timeline. You sure. with your martial arts and Muay Thai and all that, you were missing a, a, maybe some of the physical fitness piece of it, right? So now if you add that in, you could literally amplify that place on the timeline to a different level because you've added in some of the necessary building blocks like nutrition and sure. like the fitness component. You combine powerful nutrition, uh, amazing, uh, fitness and, and physical strength, then back into the art of the martial art that you're, whatever you're training in. Holy crap, man. Those three together. Powerful. Dude. It's so funny that you say that. I told my trainer yesterday, I said, Hey, listen, I've, I've done jujitsu and lately I've only done boxing and weight training. I said, I want to start doing some MMA training. Like let's start sparring. You know, I, I want to combine the two. And he told me this morning, he's like, dude, you're not ready for that. He's like, I, I know you want to, he's like, but the reality is most people, that have hit a bag some for a while and lift weights that go in to try to do MMA training. They quit after their second time because it's so mentally 
it just breaks them down. And he said, you, what we need to do, if you want to do that, let's set some goals. Let's get you in better shape so that you enjoy it. Because otherwise, these guys are going to kick your ass. And the other yeah. thing is that whoever you're with in a, in a sport like that, they're going to have to dumb their game down to your level. And I don't want to do that to them. And so that's, you know, that goes back to the whole sales world too. Like if you're going to go get into a game, if you're going to go get into network marketing, or you're going to go start a new sales career, you better skill up. You better get some yeah. training, be ready for it because you're not doing your customers any favors by not being prepared to sell. Them. Dude, I tell people all the time and, and I, I'm not, actually, no, this is my position. So people can take it with the way, with the way they want. I'm a health and fitness nut. Why? My energy is through the freaking roof. People tell me all the time, I don't understand where you got all this energy from. Then I tell them what I do, and they're like, I can't believe you find time to do all that. I'm like, I yeah. find time to do all that because I have the energy to do all that. And then when yeah. I show up to a sales meeting, I close the fucking deal. Why exactly. do I do that? Because I have the energy to do that. <laughs> yep, it all goes Dude, together. it's full circle, man. If you're not getting the right sleep, the right nutrition, um, the right training, the right education, the right circle of influence, it all comes together. You don't have to attack all of it right now. You just figure out, hey, what are the strengths you have? What are the weaknesses? Okay, well, maybe you need to outsource the nutrition piece and figure out a system or somebody to help with that. But then you start building that up. Now that's up, up there. Your rest and recovery is up there and you got the training available. Now you can start moving up to their level. And sure. to your point, the mental fatigue, the psychological breakdown from the training process, you'll be able to handle that better physically and mentally yep. when you're fueling the body right and you're resting it right. So love it, man. Got to get off my soapbox there. <laughs> yeah, dude. I love it. <laughs> I get, I get pretty fired up about this, man. This is part of like live the fuel, man. Live the fired up epic life. Like all of this matters. All of this matters. 100%. Like, cause let's be real. You're, you're running three different freaking companies, man. That takes some hustle. And, and I'm, I'm sure you take the mental breakdown and the, and the physical breakdown. It's not fun. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's just it. I mean, but we, again, we could go on and on again about this, but it's, it's seven o'clock at yeah. night. I started at five this morning. I'm not done yet. You know, and, and at the end of the day, man, uh, most people are undertrained. Most people aren't following processes and most people are underestimating the amount of work it's going to take to get what they want. And so, you know, there's simple formulas to it, but at the end of the day, um, you know, you're right. You got to be solid. You got to be prepared for it. And yeah. my, my wife all the time, she's a big into fitness and stuff too, but she's always like, dude, you just don't stop. Do you? And I'm like, no, <laughs> what do I get stop for? <laughs> you stop, you die. never turn it off. Do you? You stop, you die, man. Like I'm not, yeah, I'm not right. saying like the whole, I don't burn the candle at both ends. Right? Like what I know that I'm, I, you monitor your life, dude, you know, when things are beaten down and taken crazy, like, dude, coming, taking two weeks to go to South Africa uh, two weeks ago was like, I've never taken two weeks to go do anything like that. That was, I'm like, oh my God, my business and blah, 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 blah. But that just reminded me the importance of having a system, having a protocol, having income streams that are automated. So you're making money while you're out sipping wine in the France shook freaking wine Valley, you know, North of Cape town, South Africa, while I'm watching wino, you know, rhinos and lions just hanging out sunbathing. I'm like, all right, this is, this is happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> Good deal, man. Oh man. But hey, listen, I want to give you a proper goodbye here. I know we're co I'm coming up on another show that I got to record and I, we, you know, probably over the hour anyway. So, um, I close out my shows by you, the co-host. Okay. Cause you're helping run this show today, uh, giving us the final words to our audience. So that way we've talked a lot about a lot of stuff, but let's, this is that big picture thought, man. It's like, dude, what are you trying to get people to understand about Nathan Walker? So if they sure. forget everything else we talked about, it's like, okay, man, this is what he's about. This is why I might want to work with him or contact him. Sure. 
Well, yeah, man, look, so, you know, what we're all about and what has helped me personally achieve success that, that I didn't even think was possible at one point in my life was, uh, was following some processes, number one, um, but being very aware of the fact that I have weaknesses, okay? And so I know my why, I know what I want, I know where I want to go, but I also know that to get there, there's a lot I need to do. And one of those things is training and one of those things is surrounding myself and networking with, with people like you. So, so because I've learned that, now my mission is to try to help other people do that. And so, um, you know, I, if, if anything, people that follow me or they watch, just follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dean Nathan Walker. Oh, yeah. Everything is going to be embedded in the show notes. So trust me, they'll be able to link yeah. and follow you. So, so what you'll see is that I'm a real guy. I'm a dad. I'm a husband. I've got kids. I built some cool companies. But at the end of the day, man, here's what I believe. I could, my days are numbered. All right. I could die tomorrow. I could die in a week, in a month. And what I want to do, what I want people to remember me by, and what I would like to help others do for themselves, no one will ever say, or I will never say, man, I wish I would have done that. Man, I wish this would have happened. So I'm going to hit it as hard as I can, and I'm going to push as hard as I can uh, and continue to help other people achieve whatever it is that they're wanting to achieve. So that's it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be here. I'm blessed to be a, a part of your show, and I'm really glad to get to know you. I'm really excited to get to know more about you too, man, and just connect and network with you. Just as oh, a man. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving the vibe, man. We got some good, I mean, I don't know if you need to take it to the bromance level, but we got some good connectivity <laughs> happening here, man. So, But listen, all right, well, hang tight. I'll give you a proper goodbye off the air. So to our listeners, guys, man, he just dropped a crap load of business knowledge on you today. This guy's a real guy. Yeah, he's a self-made millionaire, but you could tell he's a family man. He's a real guy. And if you haven't watched a video feed, I'm going to give this to you now, man. He's here to help you level up. His hat says it all. So make sure you check him out at the thenathanwalker.com. If you're looking to level up in life, this is the guy you want to reach out to. So again, to our listeners, that's not a Live the Fuel show. We're here to keep helping you live the fired up epic life. All right, guys. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Peace. Hey there, Live the Fuel fans. Quick commercial break. Uh, before we close out the episode, just wanted to give you some extra tips and tricks before we send you on your way. So again, thank you again for listening to the Live the Fuel show. I hope you got a lot out of this recent episode. Uh, more importantly, please subscribe to the show if you haven't subscribed yet. Stay in touch. Get me some feedback. Submit a review on iTunes or Stitcher and get us yet the voice of you, the listener, so we can build this content back into the show and make sure that I'm actually taking you, the listener, into this uh, design and future as Live the Fuel grows. So again, subscribe, submit a review, stay in touch. Heck, on that point, go visit livethefueltank.com. Livethefueltank.com. That will take you to the link to our private Facebook group community where you can join and I can stay more in touch with you going forward outside of the podcast world. All right, last quick little piece here for you guys, some extra value. One, Go to livethefuel.com main page. You'll see on there we have our free resources guide. If you are looking for free content and not having to pay for it, consider getting on my email list. You click on the button, send me my copy, get your Super 7's resources guide. There's over 21 of my favorite online resources that I built into this little uh, electronic guide for you guys. There's no cost. It'll just be emailed to you just by hopping on my email. Again, just thank you for listening. I want to give you some value. Uh, second piece of my little extra nuggets of knowledge, if you want to call it this, is go to the resources section on the site. In there, I have three columns, health, business, lifestyle. And two, right off the bat that I want to make sure you guys are taking advantage of is number one, eatpillynuts.com. And number two, 
villacapelli.com. Their logos are on the site. You got a big bowl of nuts there, and you got a cool big V Power V logo. Both of those, if you use the discount code FUEL, F-U-E-L, you will get 10% off at checkout. So take advantage of that, please, and thank you. And more importantly, there's other companies linked on there. Uh, my nutritional and health alignment with Isogenics since 2010. Uh, the Pure Vitamin Club company for their kick-ass magnesium B12 and an awesome multi-cap. There's some additional business resources on there. Number one, Singularis IT. I go mountain biking and road cycling with the founder. This is a legitimate IT company. I don't care where you are in the world. You can use their services. We're talking about serious white glove level services. I've moved all of my IT solutions over to them, and I outsource them regularly for any future and onboarding clients down the road. And lastly, but not leastly, David Studio. If you have no clue who this guy is, guess what? He is my new audio engineer. This is the guy I've been having making it happen behind the scenes. I found him through the Fiverr world. So if you search for David, D-A-V-I-D, studio on Fiverr, you can track this guy down. But guess what? He's also on the Upwork platform. He's on the People Per Hour platform. You can search for him through his real name. I've never literally physically met this guy or talked to him in person. We have been just met through the online world. But if you search for E-M-I-N, that's I believe pronounced Emin, and uh, Fikik, which is F as in Frank, I-K-I-C, you can search for him in Upwork people per hour or more importantly just go to fiverr like i did but if you are a podcast or somebody just looking to get quality audio engineering this is your guy so again guys i'll let you get back to your day thanks again for listening to live the fuel we'll talk to you guys again soon thank you for listening to live the fuel visit us at livethefuel.com stay connected on facebook twitter instagram and more at live the fuel live the fired up epic life hashtag live the fuel